0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Nicola Everett. Hello, it's Monday, June the 18th. Hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. I'm a really rather gloomy and wet start to the week, but fingers crossed the summer sunshine returns soon, although we'll have more on the weather coming up in just a bit. First up today, though, we're going to hear about classified military documents that have been discovered at a bus stop in Kent. This is what we know so far on this one. A member of the public found them somewhere in the county, although the precise location hasn't been revealed. The papers reportedly discuss HMS Defenders' voyage off the coast of Crimea and the role of the British Army in Afghanistan. The Ministry of Defence says it's now investigating. Shadow Defence Secretary John Healy has been telling Sky News it's a serious situation.
2: The Defence Secretary's investigation has got to get to the bottom of how these documents were copied and carried out of the department uh, against the rules and how they ended up behind a bus stop in Kent like the cast off deliveries of a cowboy direct mail firm uh, that couldn't be bothered to deliver to the households that it was meant to uh, deliver to. So this is a really serious situation um, and I look forward to seeing what the Defence Secretary's investigation has to say about it.
0: I mean, you just said there, you know, it's embarrassing for ministers. And, of course, it doesn't really do much in the trust of the public in government. But, you know, this is something that all governments have done before. I mean, in 2007, Alistair Darling lost computer disks containing the data of 25 million people. And, of course, indeed, then at the time, the government then was forced to admit a fundamental breach of faith between the state and citizen.
2: That's why, particularly with security documents, there are rules in place, and the rules at the Ministry of Defense are tighter than almost anywhere else in Whitehall, quite rightly. My concerns, actually, with the trust and confidence of frontline troops, uh, you know, our frontline troops on HMS Defender uh, last week were totally professional in the way that they dealt with the Russian aggression. And they must be thinking what on earth about our backup back at the mod how on earth did these documents leave the building and then get left behind a bus stop in the middle of kent and that's why this investigation is so important not just to find out what happened but for the defense secretary to reassure the public that he's got a grip of his department and he's putting in place the sort of systems and rules that will prevent something like this happening again
0: We'll bring you any further developments on that story on the podcast. Plus, you can head to Kent Online for the latest as well. Kent Online News. Now, as most of Kent's COVID testing sites prepare to close this week, we're being urged to regularly test at home instead. Facilities in Sandwich and Sheerness have already shut. The rest will close on Wednesday, except for ones in Maidstone and Ashford. Home testing kits can be ordered online or picked up from pharmacies. We've been catching up with Ashford GP Dr. Jack Jacobs.
3: Well, I guess I'm not that surprised. I don't, I don't think they're as heavily used at the moment as they were in the height of the pandemic, uh, and they require quite a high staffing level. Uh, and the uh, in the post uh, testing kits, I think have been used for some time now. Most people are familiar with that idea and perhaps how to use them. Um, so it doesn't entirely surprise me. Do you think that it's the right decision at the moment? Um, you know, we see each day cases uh, creeping up slightly. Do you think maybe the closure should have been held off a little bit longer? You do wonder, don't you? I mean, certainly we have seen cases rise in my uh, local uh, area. Not, I'm pleased to say not as high as I think I'd feared. Um, but you do wonder, because I think it, there is something easy and straightforward about going to a testing centre. I know when I ask patients, and I have been this week, so with, with classic symptoms of possible COVID, uh, it's, it's easier for them to go to a testing centre and get it done and dusted and wait for something to come in the post, send it off. And all that time when you're doing a test, obviously you uh, and your household members have to isolate and not go to work not go to school. So yeah, I, I'm, I, it, it, it perhaps seems a bit too soon given that the cases are starting to go up again. Sure. And it means um, a little bit more responsibility on ourselves now, doesn't it? yeah it does and i think that that's really important that 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 shift to sort of, sort of um, our own responsibility so that that's all of us not, not, not me as a doctor but me as a person uh, living in the community because we are relying on people to be alert to the symptoms to organize themselves to get tested uh, and it is really important that they, they, the people you know we all do that because if we do want to ensure that we get life back to normal ensure we want to go on our holidays. It's vital we know if if the COVID is coming back with this new Delta strain. And the only way we're gonna do that is by getting ourselves tested. So it's important that we take on that responsibility. And I agree
0: centres remaining open are at Sessions House and on the Eurogate Business Park. Meantime, a school in Medway will stay closed for a week after a large COVID-19 outbreak. More than half of staff and pupils at Bradfield's Academy in Waterslade have been forced to self-isolate. And the new Health Secretary is making his first statement in the Commons today. Sajid Javid has taken over from Matt Hancock, who quit at the weekend. He's not expected to bring forward so-called Freedom Day from July the 19th. Follow Kentonline Twitter feed for news on what he says as it happens, and we'll have a full story online too. A Chatham man who was arrested twice in five months for drink driving has been jailed for just over a year. Benjamin Appleton was more than double the legal limit in July last year when he was stopped following a police chase in Rochester. He was then detained in Gillingham after crashing into two cars in November. The 33 year old from Chalmer Road is also banned from getting behind the wheel for three and a half years. A Rochester resident says parents parking near two private schools have made life such a misery he's looking to move. Simon Johnson, who lives on Roebuck Road, says he's faced abuse from drivers who drop off and pick up their children from the nearby St Andrews and Kings School. While both schools say they encourage parents to park responsibly.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: A weather warning for torrential downpours across Kent is in force at the moment. A yellow alert for thunderstorms covers much of the county until 10 tonight. Forecasters say the rain could lead to flooding and travel disruption. We'll be listening to our sister radio station, KMFM, for regular travel updates. You can also follow our travel blog at Kent Online. Now, you might have heard on the podcast last week about recycling collections in Tunbridge and Morling having to be suspended. They won't be happening for two weeks because of a shortage of drivers. But well, the podcast has been investigating and found it's actually a big issue across the whole county. Lucy has been speaking to Peter Conn, who runs A-Class HGV Driving School in Gillingham. There's
1: a lot of people wanting to learn to drive a lorry, but there's just not enough test centres. They did shut down the test centre in Canterbury, which means there's only one test centre in Gillingham for the whole of Kent. A lot of drivers... Look at the wages, £150 a shift, and think that's not bad. But it depends on which company you work for because you could find that you're working 15 hours a day. So £10 an hour is not exciting money by a long stretch of the imagination. Without the lorry drivers, you won't have stock on shelf. The supermarkets uh, drivers are paid quite a bit more than normal hauliers, um, so they shouldn't really have that problem. But if everyone's driving for supermarkets, no one's driving for the smaller shops, they're not going to have the stock in their shops to sell people. I get so many phone calls every week from hauliers saying, have you got anyone who's looking for a job? Have you got anyone who's looking for a job? They're all taking on new newly qualified drivers, which is what they didn't used to do because they wanted two years experience, but now they're forced into it. Anyone who's got, who can drive a lorry, they want them. The government didn't help when the pandemic came they closed down the test centers for 37 weeks. Closing down test centers because they're selling them off for the money, you know, the government have got to be accountable for what they've done.
0: Meantime, a union claims a shortage of parking spaces for lorry drivers in Kent is causing fights to break out. Unite say services are chronically overcrowded and toilet facilities at lorry parks are very poor. It's also warning truckers are facing many more months of misery as the county council has applied to extend a ban on lorries, parking and laybys. The measures were brought in at the start of the year to deal with any congestion caused by Brexit bosses in maidstone are demanding to know how money provided by mcdonald's to improve traffic in the town centre has been spent the cash was given to the county council by the fast food giant as part of a deal to build a drive-through on Hart street back in 2015 well kcc say some was spent on the new gyratory system and is also being used for investigation works into more improvements kent online reports The owner of a Canterbury farm says he wasn't aware developers had earmarked 80 acres of their land for new houses until he read his local newspaper. Building firms have put forward 177 sites for the city council to consider, including parts of Hoare Farm in Hearn, where the owner says he has no intention of selling up and will be forced to move if the plans are forced through. A council spokesman says no decision has been made and they'll be in touch with the landowner. There are concerns a deadly plant that's growing by the side of a busy road could spread like wildfire across the county. Hemlock, which can kill an adult in less than three hours if eaten, has been spotted near the Western Link roundabout on the A2 London Road at Ospringe. It can grow up to eight feet high and has hairless hollow stalks with purple blotches. Highways England say they do not currently deal with the plant because it's only toxic when ingested. More than £10,000 has been raised to help the family of a German teenager who was left brain damaged following an attack in Canterbury. Kent Online's sister newspaper set up the fundraiser after hearing how Daniel Esedine was having to be wheeled around in an office chair. Well, Paul Johnson lives in Canterbury and got to know the Esedine family after raising money to help them stay in London when Daniel was in hospital. I've been speaking to him for the podcast.
4: They're very private people but they're always um, available to talk. Um, I only talk to them when it's really worthwhile. So, and I, to be honest with you, one day, I think one day in the future, I might like to go and visit them actually. Um, because I, you know, when I first saw Daniel Ezzedine, he was in the hospital and that and that was shocking. I've never, ever, ever been into a ward where somebody isn't, you know, on, on life support. And uh, so of course I'll never forget that. And then the next time I saw him, he was better. He was able to, you know, he was propping himself up in bed, but not able to talk. And then uh, seeing the photograph of him, which the recent photograph, it made me sad, but I was pleased to see that he'd made this remarkable recovery from being given a 30% chance of survival. And when you look at him, he, you know, he he looks, uh, well, yeah he, he looks a lot better than he was but obviously he can't speak properly and can't walk without assistance so uh but yes one day i think one day i would like to go to go and visit them i know that they would allow me uh, to do that
0: yeah that would be really really lovely how much then can you just give us a sense of how much this money that's been raised so far and obviously we're hoping the total will keep going up how much is that going to mean to the family
4: yeah, you know, I, I think it will. They're very private, as I said, and very, very humble people. Um, but I, I'm not too sure about. You know, I, I was looking online about the difference between NHS in UK compared to Germany, and I think you know that it's very similar. But obviously, if, if, if it happened to somebody in this country, a British-born person, they inevitably they would still have to pay some money towards looking after him and caring for him. The NHS can't pay for everything, so it's it's. Uh, and because it's it's you know he he's going to be like this for most of his life that that's that's the fact so um even if it's uh, even if it pays for for one thing that can help him with they 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 are very very grateful and more, more importantly i think it's i hope that the people in germany because it made the news in germany national news i hope that they find out about the contributions from people of canterbury um and not let that stain you know, when whenever they hear about Canterbury, or perhaps parents thinking about sending their children, they've heard about this awful uh, incident, but they'll realise, okay, well, the, the true people of Canterbury, you know, uh, want what, want to help and uh, and, w- and won't forget about it.
0: You call it there a stain. Do you think it has left a permanent mark on the city?
4: Well. Had it not been for, if Covid, the pandemic had not happened last year, I, I just wondered about the school in general, if they would have sent back any students, because I'm sure that school who he was with had come before. There's no question they would have come before. And, you know, it's uh, maybe they saw it as a one off incident. Um, but, I, you know, things like that do go around. Teachers and parents understandably are anxious. Um, so. I think yes in a way it has I mean things like incidents like that are reported online and they stay online, and people can easily read about it but but then, as i said the the, the reaction from the people of Canterbury, the fundraising and the march that that followed you know which was very much related to anti racism that that was a, a, a you know a, a great uh, reaction, so hopefully that stain is you know it 's not so. It doesn't tarnish the city's reputation.
0: Nine people have so far been convicted over the attack which happened in 2019. Olly Merz has been in Kent to support his girlfriend in a national bodybuilding competition. The singer was at the Winter Gardens in Margate yesterday as his partner Amelia Tank claimed the top prize for the Pure Elite competition. You can see pictures at Kent Online. And Kaiser Chiefs are going to perform in Kent this autumn. They'll play Dreamland's Scenic Stage in Margate on September the 5th. Tickets go on sale on Friday.
1: Kent Online Sports.
0: Athletics first and Kent race walker Tom Bosworth has been crowned 5,000 metre British champion for the seventh time. He won the title in Manchester at the weekend in a time of 18 minutes, 55 seconds. He's already confirmed his place for the Tokyo Olympics, but has tweeted that he's taken so much confidence from the race. He also says it was his first since December that was completely pain free. And if the weather stays away in cricket, Kent will welcome Somerset to Canterbury in the T20 blast tonight. The Spitfires are currently second. second. Second in the South Group table, with six wins from their eight games so far, play is due to get underway at seven. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.